I love that video because it just shows our skewed view of Christmas. I don't think there's a holiday anywhere where we put more pressure on ourselves than Christmas. We've got to look perfect. The pictures have got to be perfect. Churches all over this community, because I used to be one of those pastors, are putting on the most professional, sleekest, pulling out everything Christmas services. Everybody's coming in and they're dressed to the hill because it's Christmas. Now they fought like hell the whole way there. But boy, when they turned in the parking lot, boy, they put those fake smiles on. They threatened the kids, told them not to ruin any of their Christmas garb because when they got in there, they wanted to get that perfect Christmas picture for Christmas. I saw it all over Facebook. People I know that don't go to church anywhere were taking their church picture this morning like good Christians. And we put so much pressure to make sure it's so perfect that we almost have misconstrued the message of Christmas. And sometimes it's fun to go back and just look at it through a kid's eyes. I like it when they said the wise man brought him Jordans. That was awesome. We want this Norman Rockwell Christmas. And the reality is we fail every year to live that out. We want it to be perfect, but the reality is life is not perfect. And the Christmas season is anything but perfect. It becomes stressful and tense and crazy. And I live right off exit 19. And if you ever want to see crazy, come hang out with us. And we'll just sit out there and eat popcorn and watch the cars drive by on Christmas. And let me tell you, there's a lot of things happening on Highway 20. Christmas spirit is not one of them. It's crazy. But there are some messages that are important about Christmas. It might not be a message of perfection, but there's definitely some messages. And of course, we've got to read the Christmas story. The Bible says in Luke 2, So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Notice she's not married yet. Yet she's still knocked up. Not the perfect scenario. She gave birth to her firstborn son and she wrapped him in cloths and she placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available to them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you news that will come to great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and heaven and earth. Peace to those in whom his favor rests. That's the message of Christmas. That's the story of Christmas. It's not a message of perfection but there's some important messages in there. Here's the deal. I'm going to be real short today. I'm going to be about 10 minutes. So here's what I want you kids to do. Sit your butts down. Act like your parents will beat the crap out of you, even though they won't. They'll threaten it, but they won't. Remember Santa's watching. He's coming tonight and all that blah, 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 and behave for 10 minutes. Then we're going to light glow sticks because that's our version of a candlelit service. In this church, when you've been drinking, we ain't giving you an open flame. 
We're going to do a silent night. And it's going to be really spiritual and cute. And then we're down here. I used to live, so I can say this. I lived two blocks from here for five years. So we're down here in Little Mexico. And our Spanish brethren love to shoot fireworks for any holiday. So you can already hear them off in the distance. Those are not gunshots. Do not be nervous, white people. They're just fireworks. But we're going to be quick and get out of here before the fireworks get out of control. And then we're going to go have a great time with family and friends. But the message of Christmas, we push is perfection. And there's so many messages found in this story, but perfection is not what you find. The first thing I think you see is I want to remind you today it's a message of peace. It's a message of peace. I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I crave peace. I don't know what it is. I used to never crave peace. I used to crave chaos and drama. And if there hadn't been anybody stirring anything up, I was going to stir it up. And man, I'm getting old. My kids are getting older and I crave peace. I think it's that my kids create enough drama that I don't feel the need to create drama. But we live in a day and time where I feel like even our government wants us to believe in everything and anything but peace. They love chaos. They love us fighting among each other. But the message of Christmas is a peace. Look what it says. But an angel said to them, do not be afraid. It was a message of peace. And I tell you that we ought to find solace in that today. We ought to find satisfaction in that. We ought to find peace in the fact that Christ came and we can find peace. We don't have to live among the chaos. We don't have to live among the crazy. We don't have to live in fear anymore. We don't have to worry about what's hanging around everywhere and anywhere outside of us because God came and the angel said, hey, do not be afraid. I bring you peace. And we should find just peace in that message. But not only is it a message of peace, I want you to know today it was a message of praise. I want you to think about something. The Savior was born. The one who would give his life for our imperfections, the one who would live a perfect life and pay the price for our sins was born. And it's a message of praise. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, to whom his favor rests. We ought to get excited about the fact that we have a God today who's worth praising. He's a God worth singing about. He's a God worth shouting about. He's a God worth telling other people about him because he picked us up by the miry clay and he set our feet on a solid rock. And though we were born sinners and make no mistake about it today, baby, we are screwed up individuals. And imperfect things don't go to a perfect place. It took somebody come along and paying that price. And the message of Christmas is a message of praise. And we forget that. We forget to be thankful for what God has done for us. We get so caught up in everything and anything during the holiday season that I think it's just so important. It's why we always do Christmas Eve service. I want us to refocus on praising a Savior who's worth praising today. It's not a matter of tailgating and just getting people fired up. It's a matter of getting together and doing community together. We can come here together and we can praise the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's a God worth shouting about today. That's a God worth singing. Because here's the deal. Everything else will let you down. The Falcons. Hey, Falcons fans. They will let you down. 
Man, sun shines on a dog's butt every now and then. They won today. Merry Christmas. We live in Georgia. We have the greatest college football team in the nation here. And I said that intentionally because we'll get more excited about them than we will God. And guess what? They let us down this year. We'll get excited about a stupid football game and can't get excited about what Christ did for us. And we wonder why an unbelieving world wants nothing to do with the faith that we believe in. We don't passionate about it. We're not excited about it. We're not praising about it. When they look at us and they see no difference, why would they want anything to do with this? It's a message of praise. And last and I'm done, I told you I was going to get you out of here quick. It's not a message of perfection, but I love this part. It's a message of imperfection. The Christmas story was everything and anything but a perfect moment. A knocked up virgin. How many of you dads have daughters? Raise your hands. Dads have daughters. Your daughter comes to you and she tells you she's knocked up, but she's still a virgin. How many of you are believing her? Some of you dads are pretty gullible, but listen. How many of you believe? It, 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 it's a story of a knocked up virgin. It, it, it's a story of a guy who's having to buy the story and still marry her because he's such a good dude. And then a census is called, and while she's pregnant, everybody's got to go back to their homeland to report it. So now they've got to travel with the knocked up virgin. Here's the deal. He ain't buying the story, but he's got to hang out with her. He's got to ride on a donkey across the country to go check in, and they get there. Now he's traveling with a pregnant woman, men, on a donkey. (laughs) They get to their destination, and there's no place at the inn. There's no rooms to stay at. The Airbnbs were full. (laughs) Someone comes along and says, hey, you can stay in our stable. So you stay in the stable, and while you're in the stable, you go into labor. Not the most convenient time to go into labor. You're giving birth among farm animals. I don't want to hear your sob story about how hard your labor was. She gave birth in a stable around farm animals, had nothing to wrap the baby in, so they wrapped him in swaddling clothes because we have kids in here. I won't tell you what that is, but go research it. And yet, the Savior was born... In a common place for common men. The first people the angel went to was the shepherds, the outcasts of the day. Do not miss that. They didn't go to the kings and the royalty and the haves. They went to the have-nots and said, hey, the Savior has been born because God wanted the world to know that Christmas was for everyone in spite of our imperfections, in spite of our screw-ups, in spite of our hurts, our habits, our hang-ups. Christmas is for us. That's good news today. The church will tell you, you got to act a certain way and look a certain way and dress a certain way and talk a certain way and believe a certain way. And God says, no, I came for everybody. It's not about your church membership. Thank God for those of you who call Action Church home. It's not about how much money you give. As, As much as I would love to see you every single Sunday, it's not about how often you come to church. It's about Christmas and the imperfect message for imperfect people about a perfect God. 
And I think we need to remember that this Christmas. We could have talked about Mary, we could have talked about the manger, we could have had all these messages that the reality is you've heard 10,000 times because, again, this is the only time some of you even come to church. Or you can be reminded today that Christmas is about you. And it's about me. And God loving us so much that he sent his son to be born in the lowliest place, to tell the lowliest people first that we have a way to heaven. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You simply put your faith in what Christ has done on the cross. It's not about what we did, it's about what he's done. He gave us preemptive forgiveness. Before we were born, he paid the price for our sins. That's good news. Some of you ain't got through the service without sinning. I saw you out there. God saw you too. And yet Christmas is for us. Hey, I love you guys. From the bottom of my heart, Merry Christmas. If you're here today and you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, you've never entered into a relationship with him, there's no greater time than today to do that. It's not about coming down and saying some prayer. It's not about us, you standing up and us all singing. It's just about you putting your faith in what Christ did. If you have more questions about that, I'd be honored to talk to you about it after the service. But that's the message of Christmas. It's a message of peace, praise, and imperfection. And never forget that. As you go home tonight, some of you do your Christmas Eve thing, and some of you do it tomorrow. Just remember the true reason for the season. I love being your pastor. We've had a great year. We have a huge thing to talk about this coming up Sunday. It it will pertain to the future of Action Church. Nothing bad. Don't freak out. I know that normally worries y'all. I ain't going nowhere. Christine ain't going nowhere. Phil ain't going nowhere. No one's going anywhere. But we need to have a family chat this Sunday. That's why we're going to get you drunk first on mimosas. We're going to feed you. Got a great message. And then we're going to have a family chat about the future of Action Church. So I want to encourage you to be here. We won't be broadcasting that part of the service live. So if you want to hear what's going to happen, I need you to be here. And again, man, what a great way to end your year.